0: Welcome to the Christian Business Concepts with your host, Harold Milby. Christian Business Concepts is dedicated to guiding companies and business owners in becoming effective, efficient, and successful through God's Word and godly principles. Now, here's your host, Harold Milby. Well, welcome to today's Christian Business Concepts podcast. You know, I appreciate you downloading this em- uh, this episode and, and really just counted a privilege when you do that, and and I hope today's podcast enlightens you, I hope it encourages you, and I hope that it empowers you to grow as a person and as a leader and as a business owner. You know, most of you have probably recognized by now that I think that Jesus is the best model for leadership principles and guidance that there, that there is. You know, you think about it for a moment. Jesus had to deal with some of the same things that we deal with on a regular basis. He had to deal with imperfect people. He spent time training and developing others. Um, you know, he had to delegate and teach delegation. Uh, he had to deal with criticism. Uh, he had to deal with rejection and opposition. You know, and he he was tempted uh, to be a person of power and then to misuse this power. He had to be a, or a, a, a learn how to be a communicator in a culture that was very diverse, um, much like what some of you may be dealing with today. He had to deal with rejection. Uh, He had to challenge the status quo, and actually he did that at great risk to his own self. And he risked his life and career because of his vision and because of his purpose. So do these uh, things sound familiar to you? I mean, can you relate to any of these things? Because not only did Jesus deal with all of these issues and more, he did it successfully. I mean, Jesus, you know, spent his first 30 years of his life as a business owner. I mean, he was a carpenter by trade. He had to run that business. And so, for the first 30 years, you know, he ran that business before he really started his ministry. So, I want you to keep this in mind as we discuss today's topic, which is the importance of completing a SWOT assessment for your business, your organization, or your department. You know, a SWOT assessment can be a powerful tool. For pastors and churches as well, not not just for businesses and organizations, but for uh, churches and pastors as well. And so, you know, let's talk about what is a SWOT assessment. Well, it is a factual and then an objective look at the internal and external elements that have the greatest effect on your success or failure. It it helps you to give. Uh, a clear picture of where your business or your organization or maybe your department that you manage it it gives you a clear picture of where you are today and it helps you to develop a strategy to bring success uh, for you in the future and uh, so you know the history let's just talk about that just a little bit because you know, the history of the modern-day SWOT assessment is really credited to this man by the name of Albert Humphrey, and he developed this assessment back in the 1960s and 1970s uh, while he was working at the Stanford um, Research Institute. Now, later in the, broad, uh, in the podcast, I'm going to be sharing with you one of the first SWOT assessments ever mentioned and it's in the Bible, Uh, but we'll get to that. I want to talk a little bit about what is a SWOT assessment, how do you do it, how's it going to help you, how's it going to help you uh, develop your business plan, or how to make changes, Uh, so let's talk about that. So first of all, SWOT is just an acronym, and it, it stands for Strengths, Weaknesses, Opportunities, and Threats. So that's where we get the word SWOT when we're talking about the SWOT assessment. Now, there are a lot of businesses and organizations that miss out on the benefits of doing a SWOT assessment. So let's take a look at some of the reasons that a lot of people uh, refuse to do or don't want to do a SWOT assessment. Uh, one of those things is that they're just afraid of what they may find out. Now some of these things may be where you're at right now and maybe you're afraid to do a SWOT assessment. Uh, but you don't have to be afraid of what you're going to find because these are things that you need to know about with regard to your business or organization or to your department. And uh, and you can even do a SWOT assessment in your own personal life. But in this podcast we're talking more about doing a SWOT assessment for your business uh, and your organization. So uh, or in this case, even your church as we as I had already mentioned. So you know some people don't want to do it because they're afraid of what they're going to find. They're going to afraid they're afraid they're going to find something bad about the business or something negative. Uh, and so that's one of the reasons. Another reason is they're just afraid of change. You know we all talk about change. We always get excited. we talk about how great change will be. and we're all good with that until it starts to affect us personally. And so some people are afraid to to deal with change, so therefore they just kind of they, they just kind of stay away from it. They they don't want to do anything, find out anything that may have to cause them to change. Uh, another reason is they don't want to take the time to do it. They're you know I'm just really busy. I don't have time to do that. Uh, another reason is they don't feel like it's all that important. And, um, you know, I I think that you have to understand that a SWOT assessment is so important in your business. It's one of the most important things that you can do. And you can do it multiple times over the life of your business. But if you've never done one, I I just can't encourage you enough uh, to do it. But, you know, that's one reason. Another reason is they're just lazy. I mean, it takes time, it takes effort, it takes energy to complete a SWOT assessment. And then the last reason is that some people think that they already know everything, which is one of the most dangerous things that you could ever do, is to think that you know everything already. What you want to do is discover things about your business or organization that maybe you never knew before. And uh, so, you know, you need to not be afraid to take and do a SWOT assessment. And, uh, excuse me, you need to make sure that you realize and understand that you don't know everything, you know? Uh, So let's dive in, and I want to talk a little bit about what the Bible says about self-assessment because I'm trying to encourage you to do this SWOT assessment. So what does the Bible say about it? Uh, Well, in 2 Corinthians 13 and 5, it says, "'Examine yourselves, whether you be in the faith.'" prove your own selves, know you not your own selves, how that Jesus Christ is in you, except you be reprobates. I love this passage because it says, examine yourself, it says to prove yourself and to know yourself, and and that really is talking about a self-assessment of being self-aware, and there's so many people in life, they go through life, and they never are self-aware of who they really are. And so, you know, you you want to be able to examine your business in this same way. You know, in Romans chapter 12, he says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. So again, this is a, 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 a scripture that really kind of talks about doing a self-assessment. Where are you? Where are you? Are you ready to to present your bodies a living sacrifice? Are you ready to be not conformed to this world but transformed by the renewing of your mind? Are you prepared to renew your mind? Again, it's about self-assessment. In Psalms chapter 139, verses 23 and 24, one of my favorites, it says, "'Search me, O God, and know my heart. "'Try me and know my thoughts.'" And see if there be any wicked way in me, it lead me in the way of everlasting. So again, this is such a great example of self-assessment. And so I believe that we can continue that and say we also need to assess our business. Now, as I said earlier, the SWOT assessment is broken down into, uh, into two areas. One is the internal and the other is external. So, internal are your strengths and weaknesses. And, uh, you know, this area kind of reflects what the company or or your organization or your church has control over, right? So, there's certain things you can control. And it can include like innovation or or your people, you know, personnel, uh, products, you know, sales and marketing, your resources. Uh, you know, strengths are, are really, they're, they're the positive areas of your company that sets you apart uh, from your competition. And then, of course, your weaknesses are, the, are in those same areas as well. Uh, you know, your weaknesses are the negative areas of your company that give you uh, or could possibly give you an advantage or disadvantage if it's a weakness to your competition, or make yourself look weak to potential customers. So those are the internal elements, but then you have to look at the the external elements. Now, that's going to be the opportunities and the threats. And these typically reflect areas in which a company or an organization has little or no control over, right? And this can include um, competition, it can include supply chain issues, Uh, markets, uh, the current state of the economy, Um, you know, opportunities are things in your external environment that maybe you could try to exploit to help your company improve your competitive position, right? So threats come from a company's external environment, and these threats are things that could damage your company's position in the marketplace, right? But but the key is by doing a, th- a SWOT assessment, you're trying to know these threats ahead of time to help your company be prepared and to help develop strategies to um, lessen, we'll say lessen the impact of those threats, right? So you're going to want to start the whole SWOT assessment process by calling together your key people and your management people, right? And the key is to have the people that know the most about your company. You want those people involved in the process. So first when you talk about strengths, when we talk about your strengths, you you want to consider things like your pricing. Okay, maybe, maybe that's one of your strengths. Maybe you have a really good price for the product that you offer. Uh, so that's something that you have to consider. Maybe your network, how you go to market, your distribution. Maybe it's your sales and marketing that, you man, that's just a real strength for you. What about your resources? And I'm not just talking about human resources. What about your financial resources? Maybe that's a strength. Uh, Or maybe your product resources is a real strength. Uh, Maybe you're real strong in innovation. Maybe that's one of your strengths. Or, you know, the other thing that we fail to to realize as business owners sometimes is sometimes a strength can be your vendors. Maybe you have something that your uh, competition does not have in the way of relationships with your vendors. So I think that's something uh, that's important to look at too. And then when we talk about Weaknesses. Uh, really, you're talking about the same things. Maybe you're weak in your pricing. Maybe you're weak in how you go to market, or your sales and strategies, or your resources. Maybe you're weak in in innovation. <clears throat> Maybe you're you're weak in um, uh, you know your vendors. Maybe that's a real weakness for you. Maybe you're struggling, uh, you know, with your with your vendors. And so, you know, you want to, you want to be able to, to take a look at that and really begin to develop a list of what your strengths are, what you can control. What are these strengths? What is it that you feel like that you can do that your competition can't do? You know, maybe if your competition is a lot bigger than you, then one of your strengths may be that you're more nimble and you can make changes quicker and easier. You know, maybe you have a strength because of a vendor that allows you to be able to get product out quicker uh, than your competition can because they don't have that relationship with the vendor like what you have. So those are some of the things that you want to look at. Maybe, maybe the way you go to market is is a real strength. It's a great. It's uh, you know, it's a great strength for you. And uh, then you you got to look at your weaknesses. And so you guys want to have that discussion and talk about your your pricing, uh, talk about, um, again, how you go to market, your sales and marketing, and, and maybe you have a real weakness with your vendors. Maybe you don't have good vendors. Maybe they're unreliable. Maybe their lead times are longer, which pushes your lead time out of your product to your customers. So you know, you want to build a really good list of what your strengths are and then build that list of what your opportunities are. And then you want to move on to those external things. You you want to look at opportunities. So when you're looking at opportunities, you're going to be looking at things like, what are the market trends? Because if you look at your market trends of, you know, for your type of product, You may find that there is a trend that you can capitalize on uh, before your customer does, or maybe your customer doesn't recognize it, or maybe they don't want to. Uh, So you want to look at the market trends and see if there's anything there that you can exploit, right? Right. Uh, the next thing is, is what about market needs? Maybe you're beginning to see that there is a new product that you need to develop because there's a need in the market for that style of product or that type of product or whatever that product is that meets a need uh, in in uh, uh, in the marketplace. Uh, so that's something that you want to consider. Uh, you also want to consider what what the economic trends are right now. Whether you're, you know, like, a, a, you know, we're in a time right now where we we could see a recession uh, in the next few months, and that could that could make some changes. Now, what you want to do is you want to look at that and say, how can I turn that into an opportunity? Uh, if the economy is really humming along, how can you turn that into an opportunity? And then the other thing that you want to consider is going to be the competition. So you want to look at that competition and see, are there opportunities there? Opportunities, uh, you know, we've always tried to do... Um something uh, with with customer service and that is with answering phone calls uh, with our with our clients and with our customers, we try to be quick about it. we try to return phone calls very quickly and the reason we do that is because our competitor has a bad reputation of not returning phone calls and not getting back to people in a timely fashion. So we looked at the competition, and we said that can be something we can become very strong. It's, it's an opportunity for us uh, to be known for that company that, well, this company calls you back. This company uh, you know, is there for you. We actually have people that answer the phones even on Saturdays and Sundays. So, you know, we're, we're trying to be that company that can do that, that company that can uh, be the one that is is has a greater level of service than the competition. And then you have to really think hard about your threats. Now, you're going to consider some of the th- same things, the market trends, uh, the market needs, Uh, you know, maybe the economic trends is, is a threat to your company. Maybe it's imports. Maybe you have a product, but now there's a bunch of companies out there that are starting to import a similar product into, into your marketplace or in the U S. And so that could be considered a threat to you. Uh, So you need to look at that. And then what about the competition? What are they doing right now that you would perceive as a threat to your business? So you want to begin to to look at those outside uh, those outside elements uh, that could could be a threat to your business. Now now that you put that list together, so so first you have this list of strengths and weaknesses. Okay, so what you want to do is you want to take those and put them in numerical order, and you want to list them. Say for example, the strengths list them uh, from the greatest strength being number one to your least greatest strength at the bottom of the list, right? Uh, and as you do that, what you want to do is look at that and say, is there any way that here's my best strength? Can I make it even better? And then you want to work your way down that list and then get to the to the least thing that you're strong with and say, how can I get better at that? We're not as strong there as we'd like to be. We're strong, but not as, as much as we'd like to be. How, what do I need to do uh, to make that happen and then you do the same with the weaknesses right so you put them in numerical order as well so that now you have a priority to know which one of those weaknesses you're going to try to you know target first and uh, determine uh, what you can do with that so you know you want to be able to change it from a weakness to a strength. And then once you have those in order like that, then it helps you uh, to determine how you can have the greatest impact uh, and uh, the time frame. Uh, You know, sometimes you can make changes and you can make certain changes very quickly. And so you want to, we call that the low-hanging fruit. So you want to go after the low-hanging fruit first because those things can be turned around fairly quickly, right? So next, what you do is you take the list of opportunities and the threats and you put them in priority order. Now you do this by using like a hot, lukewarm, and cold in order to determine which of these items that you want to address first. Now again, these are external, these are external factors, right? So what you want to do is look at those opportunities. Which one is really hot? Which one's lukewarm, which one's cold? So you're going to go after the one that's hot right away, quickly, first. That's what you want to address. And then you move on down the list, and you do the same thing with threats. So what's the the biggest threat that you have? That's going to be hot, right? So then what you're going to do is you're going to develop some kind of a plan to overcome that threat or at least be prepared for that threat uh, threat if it comes into uh, fruition, Now, the next step is where a lot of people miss the power of doing a SWOT analysis or a SWOT assessment. The whole process up to this time will be a completely waste of your time if you don't take the time to develop these action steps. So you've got to take the time to develop action steps to deal with the data and the facts that you've now uncovered, right? So that's part of what you use your team for. So you get your team together and you get them to help you put together a plan and put together these action steps. So in order to to uh, overcome this threat, we'll use that as an example, whatever it may be, we have to take the following steps, one, two, three, four. You, you do this in order, right? And you put this all on paper so that you can manage it, so that you can develop a strategy and, and a, and a plan of attack, right? So it, let's say if, if one of your weaknesses is a lack of digital marketing, then, then what's your plan and strategy to correct that? How then can you turn a weakness into a strength? What are the steps to do that? So you're going to do that in all of these, in the strengths, the weaknesses, the opportunities, and the threats. You have to put a plan together in writing. If you don't have it in writing and you can't articulate it, not just to yourself but to your key people, then you really don't have a plan. you got to be able to articulate it. you got to be able to write it out. So remember I shared with you a few moments ago that there's a SWOT assessment Uh, And assessments actually that's in the Bible. Well, I'm going to share one with you before we close. Um, Let's look in Revelation chapter 2, verses 2 through 7, because this is the letter that was written to the church at Ephesus that we read about in Revelation chapter 2. And he says, I know your works, your toil, your patient endurance, and how you cannot bear. With those who are evil, but have tested those who call themselves apostles and are not, and found them to be false. I know you are enduring patiently and bearing up for my name's sake, and you have not grown weary. So, first of all, there's the strengths. So he lists the strengths out in this letter and lets them know. Now, he goes on and he says, but I have this weakness or I have this against you that you have abandoned the love that you had at first. So now he's talking about the weakness. Remember, this is internal, not external. And so he goes after that and tells them that, hey, here's a weakness that you have. You've, you've abandoned that love that you had at the first. And uh, so that's a weakness. Another one of the strengths he says to them, he says, yes. Uh, This you have, you hate the works of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. So there's another strength there that he lists in this passage. And then for opportunities, he says to them, to, to the one who conquers, I will grant to eat of the tree of life, which is in the paradise of God. So here's the opportunity. We've we've got to conquer, but if we conquer, look at what we receive. And then the threats, uh, he mentions in the same passage, he says, or in the same uh, uh, scripture there in chapter 2, he says, remember therefore from where you have fallen. Repent and do the works you did at first. If not, I will come to you and remove your lampstand from its place, unless you repent. So here's a a threat that's before them. They got to be careful here. This is an outside force that they have to be careful of. And if you read uh, the rest of the letters that were sent to the other churches, like the church at Laodicea and some of these other churches that he sends that that they send letters to, you'll find that they're written kind of like a threat or like a, a SWAT assessment. It shows their strengths, their weaknesses, their opportunities, and their threats. So, uh, you know, there's a biblical example for you there. So I want to encourage you today to develop a, threat, a SWOT assessment for your business or your organization in order to establish a great plan of success for your business. I mean, that's my heart's desire. And, you know, have that honest and in depth analysis. And when you do that, and then you have along with those detailed action plans that we talked about that you got to create, it's going to be a great tool. And I really hope that you take advantage of it. So, Lord, I come before you today, Lord, and I thank you for those who've listened to this podcast. Lord, I ask that you help them to find success through your wisdom, through your knowledge, and through your understanding. Lord, help them to rely upon you, Lord, to give them that direction and to give them that success. And Lord, I ask you for this in the name of Jesus. So thanks again uh, today for downloading the podcast. And be sure to download other podcasts. And if this podcast has been an uh, an encouragement to you, would you do me a favor? Would you just write a review? And I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear if if it's been a blessing to you, if it's ministered to you. So uh, thanks again for being a part of the, the Christian Business Concepts podcast family. And remember, until next time, Jesus is Lord. And he wants you blessed. Thank you for tuning into this week's Christian Business Concepts podcast. Go to ChristianBusinessConcepts.com for more information and resources. Be sure to check out other podcasts that will help you take your business and your personal life to a whole new level of success.